Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Well, happy morning to you, everybody. I appreciate you turning in. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, brought to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, and we do take phone calls on questions, comments, or whatever. 799-1250 is the phone number. That's 414-799-1250. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Nick Bodie is back. And after his big move, uh, so welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning us in this early morning. Some of you are probably driving out to the lakes right now. Looks like it's going to be a nice day. And I'll tell you what, from everything that I've heard, fish are biting. Bass are in their pre-spawn mood. And, man, I'll tell you what, guys are guys are catching a lot of fish. And later on in the show, I'm going to tell you what you better have in your tackle box in order to get those catch those fish anyway uh nick so every the move went well huh the move did go well uh so nice not having to get up at like four o'clock in the morning to drive that <laughs> hour and uh hour and 20 minutes here from sun prairie so yeah good to be with you bright-eyed uh bushy-tailed and speaking yeah. of bushy here speaking he comes. of speaking of bushy here he is there we go, Dan Bush. rolling into the studio <laughs> with his musky bait and tackle shop hoodie on we got we got we got phone calls already. He's got swag. I I, I wonder if, I wonder if this is Kevin calling us right away at uh, six o'clock in the morning or six oh four in the morning. <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you this has been uh, this has been kind of a wild week, kind of a kind of a crappy week weather wise. But uh, I'll tell you what though, fish have been biting, especially bass. And crappies are still going good, bluegills. That stuff, but bass, man, I'll tell you what, they're they are just chomping and test gotta, one, two, test. Yeah, yeah. It's working. <laughs> yeah, it's working. So how's our, the headset working? We'll I'll find tell you out. as soon as I plug it in. <laughs> Where are you catching bass? I'll tell you well, every lake every lake there is doing goes. well. Once again, the no, usual no, it Tom is. Newbauer I'll tell you diversion. All our area lakes. All, thanks, all these thanks, Jim Comey. Are good excellent. straight answer there. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. So who do you got on the line? Somebody calling us early. You had it pegged, man. It's our yeah. old buddy Kevin from Maple Ridge. Oh, all right. Good morning, Kevin. Old buddy Kevin. Good morning, uh, Tom. And Dan is here. And Dan. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. I, uh, I was, man, I was charged up last night. I was, I was trying to tell Nick 
that you've heard of um, Bart Winkler. Yeah, we love Bart Winkler. <laughs> you know uh, what? Well, I don't know about that. I love I, Bart. <laughs> I love Bart Winkler, <laughs> and you can catch him anytime. Check him yeah, one five seven I ever from the fan six to ten. Yeah, but did you did you hear what happened? What no. happened? What he was on. He was on WSCR out of Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. He was down. He was gonna do a. Uh, he was gonna talk to one of the Chicago reporters. Yeah. Yep. So what happened? Yep. It was good. Yeah. He sounded great. Yeah. yeah. Did yep. they? Did they? Did they argue? No. No. What was there to argue well, about? Well, we beat him seven nothing. Hey, then, then, <laughs> then, what do you mean? Did they that, argue? Because that, that's not the uh, Bart Winkler I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> did they? Did they just kind of like have a friendly chat between yeah, you know yeah, neighboring? And it was it was real good. I mean, I mean he, he comes on and he's how's it going? You know, and he's like talking and and then and then at the end he says, uh, uh, Joe Ostrowski says, "Oh, that was Bart Winkler from the fan," and I'm like, "Oh man." That's a pretty good plug, huh, Kevin? Yeah, that's one oh five seven. A fan up there in the Milwaukee area. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, I I got to ask you. Have you have you ever eaten smelt? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like them. We used to we used to go smelting a lot. Well, this is yeah. the time right now, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, or... it's the time. But there's there's. Forget doing it down here, but up in Lake Superior, they're doing well. Well, they actually came, last they, week, a couple weeks ago, they started doing I really could well. I can call my buddy Jeff. He goes up by Port Wing, which is yeah. where my dad used to smelt yeah. fish well, as a kid. How do you cook them? Well, first of all, you got to cut the head off, cut the tail off, cut the guts out, run your fingers along to get most of the scales off. And then uh, you put them in any, any kind of batter you want and deep fry them in. Yeah, kind of like French fries, Kevin. Now, like Tom yeah, says, kind of like French fries. Yeah. Years ago, I used to just cut the head off because they're normally about I don't know seven, eight, five inches, whatever yeah, long. Five, five, six. Yeah. Just take your knife and just kind of split the belly, and then just take your finger and just run it straight, you know, towards yeah. the head head area from tail to front, stem to stern, something like that, and 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 get all the guts out. And then I wouldn't even bother trying to get any scales off. They're not really any to, to I, really I did. mention. I mean, they're small, but I would all I would I would you clean fry them it up, and it just makes it more crispy. So yeah. it was easy. <laughs> but after cleaning for four hours in the backyard on a cool spring day, you'd be going up and down the street with buckets of smelt. We'd be going over to the Fayuses. We'd go to the Larsons. We'd go to the Whitney's. We'd Selling go them to for the a buck a pound or what? <laughs> we'd just say, "Hey, would you like some smelt?" Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, here yeah. you go. Any? Yeah, we'd the give big, them away. I'll tell you what, though, Kevin. The the larger ones, the like eight yeah. nine inches, those you didn't want. You wanted the four, five, six inches. I would those save those, ones. Thomas, for, uh, for northern pike, pike bait. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah pike you'd, fishing. You'd pick out the biggest. The great yeah. big ones, like 10, yeah. 12 inches, and save yeah. those for the, uh, yeah. Because yeah. hey, you Tom. could, yes, yes, Kevin. You know who's on ISN this morning? Uh, no, don't tell us. I know who. Don't well, tell us. Well, you can tell. What's the big deal, Tom? Because, why? Because I don't want people to get bored. Okay. Tune it in and get bored. Okay. At least this show, we won't let you fall asleep. The other show, yeah, they'll, you fall asleep. <laughs> All right. Kevin, uh, we got another call coming, I guess. So All right. we're going to have to run, buddy. But your birthday's coming up next uh, month, right? 
Yeah, June 9th. All right, buddy. We won't forget. All right. We'll okay. see you, buddy. See you, see you Kevin. Yep. Bye now. Bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, – I, I, I kind of miss the, the smelt fishing and, uh, you know, eating the fresh smelt like that. I kind of miss that, you know. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you, the salmon and trout in this lake in the big pond, they've done a number on them. They really have. You know, they, you know, the salmon and trout were introduced to get to take care of the alewife population. You remember what Bradford Beach used to be like, right, Danny? I mean, it stunk. It smelled. Flies all over. Dan Dan didn't live down oh, here back right. then, but well, up on the Bay of Green Bay. It was the same way? Same thing. Oh, You'd go on the Bay terrible. of Green Bay and go in, 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 on along the shoreline there. I remember fishing along Bay Beach Park and stuff. And there were dead alewives everywhere in the and, rocks on the shore. And that also brought the rats out. You know, the rats were all over all the you know all the rock pilings along shore. And that, I mean, it and flies and it stunk. I mean, you'd, oh, it was terrible. And then they introduced the salmon and trout. And oh man, those are just eating machines. It, it went, and it was an experiment that turned out to be it was great. A billion billion oh. dollars huge. Huge, 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 as yeah. my buddy DeLuca used to say from out east, a huge yeah. success. Oh, yeah. You're talking about rats, Tom. Yeah, I, I told you about the nuclear plant world record rat years ago that... that no, I don't remember. Okay, well, years ago, I and a guy from Green Bay this time of year went out to the Point Beach nuclear plant, and it might even have been earlier in the season because they didn't have the... There was, there's two discharges. One has a fishing pier available... Um, where you can just stand right on the pier and the chute goes right underneath your feet. Yeah. Um, that wasn't open at the time, but then there was another one. And uh, so we, uh, or maybe it was shut down for maintenance. So anyway, we were fishing the other one. You, we were on the beach. So you had to chuck your bait way the heck out. I, I'd have a little alewife on a bobber and I'd throw it as far as I could and I could just barely get it into the discharge and let it kind of start drifting out. And I caught a couple, couple brown trout. Anyway, we're sitting on lawn chairs about midnight, and uh, we're just kind of zoning out. Now, the fact, maybe, maybe we, maybe, you know, he, maybe Randy, the guy I was with, had about 25 beers, but not me. But we were zoning out <laughs> sitting there. And all of a sudden, you know how you kind of sense something out of the corner of your eye? Yeah. I kind of sense something, and I kind of glance, and, and running along the beach is this huge rat. And you thought it was like a woodchuck or something. Dude. Something else other than a rat. (laughs) It was huge. And it ran directly underneath his lawn chair. Oh, no. Now, he's to my right. I'm sitting to the left of him. And I was just kind of zoning out. And all I said was, watch it, Randy. There's a big rat. And I no sooner got rat out of my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> that he just, he glances down and he, I've never seen a guy like a cartoon character shoot straight out like he had a <laughs> rocket yeah, in, yeah. His, in his arse that launched him out of the chair. I swear to God, he yeah. hit five feet and he's going, whoa, <laughs> screaming. And the rat jumped up and about hit its head on the top of the lawn chair. Oh my Underneath, goodness. the rat jumped yeah. up and did a did a 180 uh, in, in the same end, was hit the ground running along the beach. <laughs> they scared each other. Oh, my God. And this guy, it was funny because he always tried to be the the, the tough guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was laughing. I thought, oh, man, you screamed like a squirrel. I didn't scream, man. I didn't scream. No, I didn't get I'm like, yes, you did. You yeah. whoa. And, uh, of course, before he even hit the ground from jumping, I was in hot pursuit of the rat. I, I had a big rock in my hand, and I'm yeah. chasing it down the beach. 
chucking rocks at it, and it ran inside like a culvert yeah. and disappeared. But I'm telling you, man, that was a protein-packed, alewife-filled rat. <laughs> I would have liked to have got that rat and waited. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you study yeah. the size of, like, uh, I think there's the Norway rat is the biggest one. Um, if you look up, they, their size isn't really that big. I think a, a big one would be a pound. Yeah. And, but right. I swear to God, this one looked like it was like a, big as a big fox squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got to go to a break, but when we come back, folks, uh, I kind of teased it earlier. If you're out bass fishing today, if you're on your way out or maybe you got the radio on while you're out there or you're going out tomorrow, I'm telling you, there's a certain lure you got to have in your box. And uh, I'll tell you when we come back from this break what you've got to have to catch more bass. We'll be right back here on Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back. He's talking about us, Danny. Look at them yo-yos. <laughs> he shouldn't be talking That's about us. That's like the way this. you do it. Shouldn't be talking about Bass us that for nothing way. And your walleyes for free. All right. Gonna tell you what the hot That's bait the is that you better have in your tackle box if you want to catch more bass this spring. Now, you know, I, I and I mentioned it a few weeks ago that, you know, as a matter of fact, my son Nick asked me when he was going out, he said, Well, what bait should we have? And I says, well, this time of year, you know, when the bass are in pre-spawn, I says, you want to you wanna be able to cover area quickly. Can you want to find them. Can I get it? Yeah, go yes. ahead. It's the Bass Buster Beetle Spin. No. And boy, does it catch fish. No. <laughs> no, that's, I'm just flashing okay. back to old advertisements okay. back in the day. The anyway, uh, Virgil, Ward. Ver- Virgil Ward. Virgil Ward. I wanted to get a, do a Saturday Night Live skit where they'd make one that's about two feet long, a beetle spin, and they'd call it ass buster beetle spin because you got to bust your ass to cast it <laughs> it'd be a great skit right yeah well anyway Maybe. i told them uh you know use spinner baits buzz baits shallow run crank baits you know stuff that moves fast stuff that something that you can cover water with quick and there was one other lure i told them about and we should have talked about it more on the show but i'll talk about it now because there's a great article in badger sportsman magazine about chatter baits Chatterbaits is basically it's it's a jig with a lip in with a metal lip in front of it and it it's a wiggling jig, and the thing is is you got to put some type of plastic on the back. Now I've always liked my favorite plastic on the back has been a Zoom split tail trailer, a white one. I don't care what color the chatterbait is, I'm going to put a white one on. Don't the chatterbaits have like a Rubber skirt no, or plastic trailer? No, they as come it without. Is? They come without it. Yours, really? When, yeah. When they first came out, the with musky the, one size ones. Well, had the musky trailers. ones might, but the thing is, is the bass size ones. When they first came out, they would come with uh, like a, a paddle tail trailer, a minnow with a paddle tail on the back yeah. trailer. Uh, but nowadays, no, they don't come out. They don't come with plastics. You put your own. A lot of guys, you know, a, a small paddle tail is good too. Okay. okay. At one time, I tried this. Five-inch thick paddle tail, a big one. It just changed the whole action of the bait. It was terrible. Didn't catch anything with that thing. But I like the Zoom split tail trailer, and I'm going to put a white one on no matter what color the chatterbait is. But the chatterbait 
you can run it shallow. A lot of people think that it's going to dive deep and whatever. No, no, no. You, you just start really, you know, in that shallower water where you got some weeds below and you want to keep it up a little higher. Yep. You, you, as soon as it hits the water, you start reeling and just hold your rod up. It's not a diving bait. No, it's not really a diving bait. And, you know, they work really well in the summertime too, especially down deep deep weed line edges, you, you know, just, just let, it, let sink it sink and work it slow and then just work it back. Yeah. And the great thing you are right, Tom, is that, that the chatterbait has a really good action it, at a slow retreat. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, one of, one of our guys in the area came up with kind of a giant size one called right. the angry dragon they right. have at the Smokies Muskie shop and right. it's done well for muskies. Right. Um, what, manufacturer of chatterbait are there several companies that make chatterbaits well, the, is there one you prefer the, the original one is z-man z-man yeah, they make it. that's the ones i've yeah. been buying my ned rigs exactly from. yeah z-man um yeah they, they i've been using all theirs i mean i'm sure there's other you companies that make them? auto chirpers have you oh, got yeah. any of those oh yeah we got we got just about every color we got two sizes quarter ounce and three or do we just have three eight ounces? I think we have no. We just have three eighths. Three eighths ounce three, is the most popular. Yeah, because that that's a little heavier. Yeah, I and mean, like it, you said, um, it's not like it's going to run real deep or anything. No. I would want the slightly heavier so you can chuck the cast a little yeah, bit further. Right, right. Yeah, and they are a good search bait. You know, they're a good search bait. A lot of action. You can cover water with them, and if there's bass in the area, and if they're in a positive mood or even even in a neutral mood it, they, they will a lot of times just if they're in positive they're going to jump on it without, without a doubt but even in a neutral feeding mood they'll most likely attack it so, so. you mentioned the area bass lakes are rocking right oh, now yeah i mean because these lakes are great you, danny i mean actually you all over week, the state or was your no, son I, no um, um, a couple, uh, one of my sons was but uh, you know talking to other guys so you're talking out. to guys yeah this is the everybody's doing good report they're doing good yeah shallow water for bass yeah, is it yeah. kind of look for the warmest warming water? Well, or? well, right now what bass are doing is they're, they're in their pre-spawn pre mode. Yeah, yeah. so they're they're coming in, moving around. They're not always up real shallow. Some of them right. are, you know, but uh, they'll be on the flats in front of their spawning areas. They're moving around. They're feeding. You know, they'll be feeding. You know, once they once they get in that spawn mood, then it's not so much feeding. Well, that will be post-spawn. Pretty much why this time of year, if I am out musky fishing. Typically, fishing shallow weeds for early season muskies, throwing small uh, bucktails and spinner baits, or I'll, slammers. Or, <laughs> I will, yeah. I'll luck into. I'll hook a four yeah. pound bass yeah. almost every spring. You'll catch yeah. at least one nice bass in the yeah. shallows. They're, yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're there. So, but you think a chatterbait is a good presentation well, that, because you used to say spinnerbait. Well, this time I, of year. I, I like spinnerbaits too. I mean, spinnerbait, chatterbait. The, the, they're both uh, small crankbaits that just that'll only go down a foot or two, you know. Right. That works too. The, the, those will all work. Yeah. Let me see. Let's see who we got on the line right now. We got our friend Tony on the line. All right. Right. Hey, Tony. Good morning. Hey, did you hear anything about Pine Lake? Because I was out there Saturday morning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, we saw fish in the shallows, but we also seen some dead fish. Oh, yeah? Uh, dead northern, some dead crappie, little couple bluegills, but those mud puppies and the bass, uh, some bass had that fuzz on the, on their snout. They were yeah, out. yeah, I, I did hear like on Pewaukee Lake had a, uh, an early algae bloom, you know, that stuff that's not good for fish or whatever. So some of the other lakes might have had it too. 
you know, but it should uh, wear off quickly. I, don't, but, I just wonder if that, that virus is back on pine that was on it a couple of years ago. Because that's possible, that Tony. Good. Yeah, that's yeah, possible, Tony. That, you know, it wasn't, I mean, the water temp was at around 51, 52, almost all over the place. And mm-hmm. We saw fish, and they just had massive lock jaw, and there wasn't nothing biting. But we saw those bass with the fuzz on the front. We're like, well, what the yeah. heck's going on did, here? Did you, did you happen to call the DNR about it? No, I didn't even bother with it. Well, the next the next day, we went to Lake X, and we had a pretty good time. We even caught some on some jitterbugs. So. Oh, is I, that right? I guess, <laughs> uh, I guess I would say, Tony, that uh, every lake, there's always going to be some dead fish. There's fish you know, mortality after, yeah, there. After, had a vi- but, but, Dan, this lake had a virus on it a couple of years ago that almost wiped it out. I mean, there I remember that. bass that were on it's, there. It's, I saw 19, 20 inch smallmouth that were dead by the river. Right. So to say that this is on, no, I, I don't, something might be on this lake again. I suppose, I guess if you keep seeing a whole bunch more, yeah, then you're yeah, I've, probably I've on to something. Yeah, I've been for a very long time, Dan, and uh, you know, in the last couple of years, this is happening, and the weeds were they're just starting, I mean, they weren't really even starting to come up. The lily pads a little bit, but we saw a couple pike where their their snouts were buried like in holes of the matted weed, but yet their bodies were bent totally. Wow. So who knows how long these fish were dead. Uh, right. I'm going to, you know, during the show, I'll wait a little while. I'm going to call uh, the area warden for that area, uh, Marcus uh, Madura. Medina. Uh, Medina. Medina, excuse me, Marcus Medina. I'll give him a buzz. See if right, he's I'll work. I'll see if he's working this morning. I'll call him a little later. Well, Ben Heisner is the biologist. He's the he's biologist, the but the warden might know stuff. something too. Maybe. Maybe we could call Ben too. Wake him up. All right, <laughs> I'll look for his number. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys. Later. Take Thanks, care, Tony. Tony. Bye now. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. That's, that's it's possible. Um, as far as that water thing on Pewaukee, Tom Kep, um, who is the uh, guy who kind of manages the watershed out there for the yeah. uh, sanitary district, and he's head of our Walleyes for tomorrow. He yeah. sent a good email to us, Tom, explaining the bloom on Pewaukee. Yeah, I, I think I read about that. And basically, it, it's not necessarily harmful. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it, what happened was with, with the rapid uh, melting of the ice right. and then the rain, a bunch of debris came came on, you know, got in there. And, uh, and what's going on now with that... The algae bloom is going, and, and the plants, I guess the plants, the aquatic weed growth, e- feeds on this, you know, algae and stuff right. itself. Right. But the plants really haven't had a chance, the aquatic weed growth, from what I understand, hasn't had a chance to really come up yet. Okay. So that, therefore, that stuff is just booming out there yeah, right now. Once right. once we get some warm, sunny days and we get some of that weed, you know, aquatic growth coming up, yeah. uh you know, then then it should start to you know get better from what I'm guessing. Now it could be a good thing though. For for you may remember it was it was about ten years ago. I don't know, maybe longer. Uh, there was one year where the weeds did not come up on the east end, hardly like it normally does. Right. And I didn't even troll that year on Pewaukee, which I do every summer on Pewaukee because at that point. Any dummy with a boat and a bucktail could go on the east end that summer and catch a right. catch a muskie. Right. I remember one day I went out. I was one of those dummies. I went out, fished three hours, caught three muskies from nine to noon, and went back in and took a nap. 
I mean, it was not the fish were there. I mean, there were weeds, but then there were some pockets right, and stuff. Right, right, yeah. And man, I think that's what I think that was the same year some guys from Michigan came down and fished a week on Pewaukee and the last day caught a 51 incher on a topwater wow. uh, on a creeper yeah. uh, on that uh, rock bar there. So right. maybe maybe we'll have another year where maybe if those weeds aren't, you know, maybe this you know, might be a year yeah. where we don't have all those weeds. Who knows? Might you never be. know. You got to go out and learn the weed edges every year on Pewaukee because it changes. It does. Well, we got to go to a break, folks. But coming up next is the gut report. I got a magical elixir for you. Uh, so the gut report's coming up next. And don't forget, after the 645 break, we will be playing the Hornschwaggle. Brought to you by Carl's Country Market and Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So stay tuned for that and much, much more coming up on the show. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. And you stay tuned to this station. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Where Before I give you the Gut Report, i got to tell you real quick. If, if you want a really good wine, I, at least I think it's really good, go to Discount Liquor and look for Door County Christmas red table wine. Door County, you know, Door County's famous for their cherry wines and whatever. Yeah. But you get the Door. Ice too. Yeah. Go to Door County and get the Christmas red table wine. Go to Discount Liquor. I'm telling you, it is it is. So it you is don't very have good. to go to Door County to you get You don't it. have to go to Door County. You go okay. to Discount Liquor has. Does Amazon send it? it? No. Dis, no. Like on a drone? No, no. Discount Sunday, Liquor will have the it. the drone they lands have, on your porch. It's they got have the everything. Door County wine strapped no. to the top. Discount Liquor has everything. Well, anyway, here's beer. the gut report. I wonder report. if I could order beer like that. No, you can't. Anyway, here's the. I'm or start no, the business. Here, maybe you could. Anyway, gut report. Uh, Nick Stalino. He's a he's a chef on TV. Nick Stalino. St- Stalino. Now I just happened to be flipping through channels and I saw Nick Stalino, and he was making something. Then he said he's got his special Nick Stalino, Stalino secret pie. extra special spice. Yeah. Well, as it turns out, it's the stuff I've been using for. I can't tell you how long I've been using it. And you it. invented it? No, no, no. I borrowed it from somebody else, okay? Uh, so I saw it on a show, God, must be 10 or more, 15 years ago. And now Nick Salino, I think, borrowed it from me. So What is the Nick Salino slash Tom You're going to th- th- butter? Th- this is very easy, and I'm telling you what, it works. It's especially good on pork, like on ribs that I'm making today on the on the grill. It's a oh, it's a great rub for that. But you can put it on just about wild anything. game. Put it on wild game. Put it on steaks. Put it on chicken. Put it on your uh, turkey. Anything you can put it on. Even if you're making a casserole, throw it in there. I mean, it's good. Here, this is what it is. So simple, folks. Here we go. Equal amounts of salt, pepper garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, and brown sugar. Equal parts. Now, what I generally do is I'll do the equal parts of the garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, and brown sugar. With the salt and pepper, I just back it down just a little bit. Well, yeah, because the doc told you to cut back on the salt. No, well, he tells me a lot of things I don't listen to. You don't to listen. Just but like anyway. I mean smokes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but the thing is I just, you know, if you don't want as much salt, just back off a little bit if you don't want as much pepper. But I would do equal amounts of everything. All right. Try that. And and lots. And when I make ribs on the grill, though, I will also put uh, oregano in there, dried oregano. I'll do that, too. 
But if you do the equal amounts, I'm going to repeat it one more time, salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, brown sugar. Make as much as you need. It is good. It tastes good on just about anything, folks. I'm ser- Now, I haven't tried it on fish yet, but I, I promise you ne- this week, sometime during before the next show, I will try it on fish, and I bet you it'll be good on that too. But anyway, try that. That spice rub, it is really good. Anyway, the Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Who you got on the line, Nick? Got our pal Rich. All right. Hey, pal Rich, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. Hey, I want to talk turkey a little bit. All right, you talk turkey. Gobble, the, gobble, uh, gobble. I was a little optimistic about the, the season was going to be with all the heavy snows they had in yeah. central and northern Wisconsin this year, but everything turned out pretty good. You went out? We, uh, uh, My group of six all shot uh, nice toms. Good for you. Uh, we got up within a, like a three-day period. Yeah. Um, all... We were concerned how the weights on and all that. The, the weights were all all twenty to twenty two pounds. Oh, those are nice. So very nice. Yeah. And, hey, let uh, me ask you something, Rich. Uh, now I don't know if I asked you this before or not because I know you've called in a number of times. Uh, what do you like better, the wild turkey or the store bought turkey? You know what? It it, it it they're the same. Yeah, horse apiece. Not not. I, I basically what I do on uh, on on the the wild ones is I, I basically slow cook them in a in a um, Turkey gravy, yeah, and over mashed potatoes and that, and and cranberry sauce out of this world. Okay, you put them in the slow cooker. Yeah, that's oh. what I do. I, okay, I, 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 that's the only way I do it. I'm, I'm sure there's other ways. Oh yeah, I'm you know, sure. I'll tell you what, I actually used to deep fry them too. And, oh yeah, uh, I've done that a few times. Uh, I, I probably won't do that again, but yeah. very good, very delicious. Oh, you got one of the big deep fryers for turkey thing? Yeah, I yeah. tested one a couple years ago, and yeah. I've done a couple, and then. Um, it's just uh, it's a little more work there. Yeah, I know. I got one, too. And you know what? It, it, and it's funny. You, you, you pay more for the oil than you do for the darn turkey. <laughs> and then it's, a, like you said, and it's a lot of work, you know, disposing of the oil and everything and firing it all up, getting it up to temperature. And the first time I did it, Rich, yeah. I, I, I didn't know you were supposed to lower the turkey in slowly. <laughs> I just put it in, and guess what happened? You got spattered. Oh, it that oil flowed over the top of that. It was all over the place. Tom, I can't believe you, of all people, would screw that well, up. Well, I I never done I've it. I've never done it, but people I, told me. Yeah, well, nobody told me. I just dropped it in there. So, but anyway. Anyway, so there's a yeah. few more. There's a few more weeks of turkey hunting. Yeah, they got a couple more seasons to go. Yeah. Time period wise, and then uh, also uh, next weekend I'm gonna be up in Door County. Excellent smallmouth bass fishery. Oh yeah. They usually have the uh, Sturgeon Bay Bass Tournament up that week. Yeah, Danny will be up there. He's uh, going up be pretty up there soon. The following week, May twenty eighth, I'm headed up. Okay, the oh. week after the tournament. That's yeah. wonderful. It, it's the, the fish are. I'm not going to be able to go in a boat this trip, but uh, there are opportunities on shore. There are, yeah. And you can get you can get you can get uh, five fish that are um, average over four pounds. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing it's, up there. Yeah, it's, there's and, um, so many the, big. I'll tell fish. you the trick. The trick is shiners. Yeah, you can have you can have these pro guys next to you, and you'll outfish them ten to one. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> just a medium shiner or a small shiner you, you on a hook. What? You know what? I like the medium to large. But yeah, they, they've actually got them. The our guys got them on small because we have. You know, when you get a, when you get a, a load of shiners, you always get a small one or two. Yeah, 
they'll hit that too. Oh yeah, they will. You better believe I guess it. The magic number on for smallmouth is they need a water temperature about forty-seven degrees for spawning. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but no, nah, actually, it's a, usually a little higher than that. But see, but the Bay of Green Bay is a little bit different yeah. than the, than the inland lakes. Yeah, normally uh, smallies spawn a little bit, a little bit more than that. Yeah, okay, usually well, in uh, usually in the upper mid to upper fifties. But Bay of Green Bay, who knows? Maybe they spawn earlier. It's not of, all water temperature. I know. It's not all water temperature. There's sunlight and everything involved. But I was fishing walleyes up there this spring, and the water temperature yeah. was 36 degrees. And they were spawned out some of them. And there were some that had, yeah, had been yeah. spawning already. Yeah. So, you know, and they should be spawning, what, in the mid-40s, right? And 43, 45, early, 40, early 40s. 43 normally. And, yeah, so, yeah, you know, they don't always read the same books Light. we do. Yeah. All right. Well, good All luck right. there, Rich. Yeah, hey, we'll Rick's. give you a report in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks for report. calling. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Bye, bye now. Well, folks, it is the t- that time. And uh, do you want to play that disclaimer for us for the Hornschwaggle? You got that up? Okay. He's, All he's prizes and awards yeah. from the Hornschwaggle contest are solely the responsibility of Tom Hardbottom Neubauer <laughs> no. and not the station. No. In any way, shape, or form. It, yeah, no. The, if the, you don't get your Coleman in the mail, it, call no, Tom. Yeah, all the all, the prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are uh, the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to CEO guys at yahoo.com. If so any, you don't even have to play it. If you anybody, just, good job. Uh, if anybody has one in like the last six weeks, we ask that you let, we got kind of a list. We don't want the same people monopolizing, winning everything all the time. We want to give more people a chance. Plus that's better for our sponsors, exposes more people to their products. Yeah. So give some people a chance, but if you haven't won in a while, yeah. you and, can give a call. And to tell you who's sponsoring it, if you, if you, if you win the prizes, you will get a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. And they also have live bait in their in their gas station, live bait and fishing tackle, your basic stuff. Uh, you'll get a $10 gift certificate from there. They're in Menominee Falls on uh, Silver Spring and P- Pilgrim Road. Get the barbecue sticks Yeah, those are there. good. Those are if you're going good. fishing, you can pick up bait and then get the barbecue sticks at the meat shop. They there. got them right in the gas station, Well, oh, they too. got them there, too. Yeah, Man, are those good. Yeah. I had a bunch yeah. made out of my deer. I was going to save it for this North yeah. County trip. yeah. It's all gone. All gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be hungry in the middle of the night, and I'd chisel one out of the freezer. And then sponsored by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents, where you'll get a choice of either a first aid kit or fish attractants and insect repellents. So, anyway, a lot of prizes. Hope you win. I'm giving a list of names to Nick right now. So call 799-1250 to play the Hornschwaggle game. 799-1250. Call now. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. 
Thanks for listening this beautiful, well, okay, sunny Saturday morning. That's okay, I'll take it. Better than last week, I guess. Yeah. Right now we have our Hornswoggle segment, which is uh, what everybody waits for. It's the most exciting part of the show, of course, where people can be a lucky wiener and they can end up with some great prize packages. All they got to do is know a little bit about the great outdoors and know whether uh, I'm pulling their leg or not. On the line we have Mike. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, so uh, you do any hunting or fishing yet this spring? Actually, I have, and I've been way too busy. All right. Lots Lots of work. Time to get out there. All right. So here we go. I'm going to make the three statements, and if uh, you win, uh, you win. So here we go. The topic today is Fox. He's he's a genius, eh? Fox. In the great state of Wisconsin, there is only one species of fox, and that is the red fox. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That's a hornswoggle. That's a hornswoggle. Is... What is the other species of fox? Is it a, I don't know, brown fox Isn't or something? Is it a gray? Gray. Brown, brown yeah. fox. Well, it's gray kind of fox. Gray, it's kind of brown. <laughs> brown fox. Kind of brown. They got some brown in them. God. <laughs> okay. All right. You're one for one. Uh, He's the... two for two. Mike said gray. Yeah, but that wasn't the gray wasn't the question. <laughs> just make I'm just, just giving him some credit. Just sit back there and let me run the contest, Nick. So here we go. The uh, <laughs> the great naturalist Leonard Lee Rue the third once clocked a red fox at a top running speed of forty seven point six five miles per hour. That's a Norhorn swaggle. That is a horn swaggle. Yeah. Fox are fast, but they're not that fast. Okay. Well, let's see if you're you're let's see if you would have been three for three. Here we go. <clears throat> Horse and hound hunting for fox has been big in England for many years, but it's a little known fact that the tradition of Mother's Day actually originated with those hunters where once a year they would honor the top female hunters of the year who were normally mothers. Not a horn swoggle. That's a horn swoggle. Oh, come on. You oh, knew that had to be a horn swoggle. Come on, Mike. Mike. That's okay. That's okay. So anyway. Hey, try what, next week. What do you, what would yeah, you like? Sorry. Oh, I, he lost. Didn't he lose? Or did he win? No, he was, he got the first two right. Oh, okay. Good. Good for you, Mike. Boy, oh boy. All right. Awesome. Um, Thanks. What do you want? Uh, <laughs> you want, you can either get from the Coleman Baitmate people, you can either get their tiny, their, their small little compact first aid kit, or. I'll take, I'll take the first aid kit because guys like to cut themselves on the job site. All right. Okay. And then you're, man. Yeah, and then you're going to get that $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Markets over there in Menominee Falls. All right. So they'll arrive separately. I'll mail out the sur. Certificate for Carl's Country Market uh, in a day or two here, and uh, then I'll contact our good friends at Bait Made Fish Attractant, and uh, they'll get that to you. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right, All right. take care. Day. Thanks, yep. Mike. Bye now. Okay, Danny. Yeah, we we got to talk about this real quick. Gotcha. Kentucky Derby. Now, Danny and I, we lost. We, we bet on this every That's year to talk right? about. Yeah, we lost. We lost our money. But here's the thing. Did you happen? You heard my. Uh, I sent you a voicemail, and I'm sure you heard it to tell you we lost. But here's the thing: the the horse. Did you did you watch it, Nick, at all, or no, hear I, about it? I, I heard about it. Okay, I was, I was the horse that came in first got disqualified. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, and Tom, rightly it's, so. It's all over have. the world, right? right. And rightly the, so. I saw that on the Goodyear the horse blimp that came, over that my house. Finally, came in it. the horse that actually ended up winning. Then, 60. okay. 65 to 1 odds. Yeah. I'm talking to the no-name bookie, and I said, 
Who the heck would put money on a 65 to 1 shot, right? Who who does that? Nobody bets on that horse. He said, my wife did. His wife bet a $2 bet across the board on a 65 to 1 shot and she won. I said, you got to be kidding me. You know, you got to be kidding me. So she won uh, a win, place, and show. That's when you do across the board. Yeah. So it was a $6 bet. And she won. It was like almost three hundred bucks. Jeez. I mean, I, I who who bets on a sixty-five to one shot? My goodness. And in Las Vegas, they won a lot of money because nobody's betting on that guy. Well, you know that's good. I'm glad Las <laughs> Vegas won. I was kind of feeling sorry for him. Oh yeah, I feel real I was sorry kind of for them. Sorry yeah. for Vegas. You know, so, they've gone anyway. through a tough time with the economy because once yeah. Trump got in, it's been wrecking Vegas. You yeah. know and. It's all his fault and <laughs> all those poor no, casinos no, no, down no, there. No, Danny, you know. Closing their doors. And Danny, Danny, Danny. People are walking you know what, out. You know what, whose fault it is? They're all driving Uber, Danny, Ubers for side money. What? You know who's, he finally, <laughs> he finally looked over. I wasn't done. I, well, you were rambling. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know whose fault it was? Push. Climate change. Oh, yeah, climate change. Climate change. Yeah, with That's climate change. That's the fault of everything. You know, it's just too hot in Vegas. Nobody <laughs> wants to fly out there and gamble in casino. Climate change. Who wants to go from that cold, like, air-conditioned casino into the blistering heat? Yeah. You could have a heart I, attack I, on that I'll tell abrupt you what, change. I went out. I was out there one year in end of July, and I fished on Lake Mead at the end of July. And I'll tell you, that's like fishing in an oven. It's hot. It's because that's the desert, oh, dude. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's two hours. It's like, get me out of here. <laughs> I'm done. You know? Gotcha. Oh, terrible. Who do you got? Nobody? Okay, here. Nobody. Here's another one. You know what's coming up then, Danny? Um, what? What's coming up? Um, what do you call it? This fall, are you going to put in uh, your thing for elk hunting? No, I'm they're, not going to be. They're going to do ten, 10 more permits. Think I got more permits. chance. <laughs> I'd be better off betting on that 65 to 1 <laughs> odds horse. That's what kills me. Yeah. Everybody, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's good. I'll put in for it. Well, forget it. You can't win the if DNR you don't play. The isn't going to sucker me into paying $10, yeah, right? Hey, you can't. You'd be better off putting your $10 on that 65 but, to 1 horse, dude. But you're a lucky, but Think you're about lucky it. at those things. I haven't been lucky in a long time. Well, you used to be. Maybe used it'll to get come lucky, back. But not maybe much it'll, anymore. Maybe it'll come back, but. Huh? Maybe it'll, the luck will come luck back. Will come you back. can't win if you don't play. See, you got You put your ten dollars in. You might get that elk permit. We'd be talking about you for for years to oh, come. Yeah, I want to go up to the Shaquamigan and shoot yeah. one with a big orange life preserver going, or you know, <laughs> tracking. It looks like an orange, you know, around its neck. Well, not all of them have that. <laughs> so you know what? But anyway, never, but they will be doing ten more of those this year. I've yeah. never really had a big desire to shoot an elk. No. Nah, never tripped my trigger. Moose either. No. Nah. No. I'm more into the great bears. Yeah. My son, will, he... he shoot he, those great he, bears. He still puts in his uh, thing to get his points down in Arizona for elk hunting. That's where he, you got to go because my yeah. buddy Jeff Schmelzer shot two monster elk yeah. with his bow. Yeah. Arizona or New Mexico, they got some monsters there. Well, there's a lot, number of areas that do. But anyway, uh, and when he does get a permit, he said... He's going. He's going on. Oh yeah, it's excellent down there. It. Yeah, he's gonna try it. Yeah, I think you got to put in seventy five dollars every year. It used Something, to be, yeah. and it takes seven, ten years yeah, maybe to takes, get a tag. Takes a and long time. I suppose yeah. if I started now, maybe if I got a tag, Arizona, I could go see our friend Ron Johnson yeah. down there. Yeah, you could go fishing. Have a free place and, to stay. And hunting, fishing, oh, and hunting, oh, and man. maybe go shoot an elk. And uh, how great would that be? Yeah.
Yeah, maybe. All right. So uh, when we go to this uh, sports update, Danny, I'm going to give the phone number of our uh, illustrious uh, uh, DNR fisheries biologist for our area. Ben, is it pronounced Heisner? Heisner. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, give the number to Nick and then we'll give him a call during seven o'clock. Oh, you're going to try calling Ben? After the sports update. Yeah. And we'll ask him. The guy's probably sleeping right now. Well, we'll. No, he's trying to fish on, and cuss. Why up. are you going to bother him now about it? Well, because you're going to call him. Go, hey, you know, there's a fungus on a few fishes' yeah, noses. Go what? You know, I'm, maybe he knows three something fish about were it. found with fungus. Well, we're gonna I'm, we're gonna call him anyway. We're gonna see if he's around. <laughs> right. Why don't you? Let's and, I, call, and, and oh, let's Nick, call and, the Pope while we're at him, it. When you're calling him, just say that Dan Bush wanted me to yeah, call right. you. <laughs> all Danny's idea. Yeah, all Danny's idea. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.